Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to Star Trek Aegir, a Star Trek Adventures actual play using the rules by Modifius Entertainment. My name is ELH the Game Master, and joining me are a lovely group of individuals who we'll meet in a moment. I only really have one big announcement uh, for today, is that I recently put out, as part of Modifius's 2D20 World Builders program, I recently released a 93-page uh, uh, PDF of a new system called Mermaids of the Death. It's uh, transhumanism, it's got cosmic horror, it's got a bunch of cool mechanics. If you love the ocean, you love mermaids, you love cosmic horror, definitely recommend checking that out. Um, I really probably should have made a command for this on Twitch, but it'll be linked on YouTube, so have fun with that, YouTube. Uh, in any event, uh, the only other thing I would say is that uh, next week we will be meeting with Aegir, but then the following week we'll, we, we will be off because that is the second Tuesday of the month and I have other obligations. Um, but other than that, I think we're eager to get right back into things, so let's do introductions, starting with Mr. Randy. Good evening, everybody. I'm uh, Randy, also known as Dr. Nemesis. In this game, I'm portraying the captain of the USS Ager, a Talaxian named Axelon. And uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that I'm also a staff member from a Changeling the Dreaming live-action role-playing game that you can find more info about at www.backbeatballad.com. Nice. Changeling the Dreaming. I, I've always wanted to get into Changeling, but never found the right group for it. But yeah. Uh, Jeremy, what do you got going on? All right, I'm Jeremy, or you're a spy, and I play Commander Dujin Roost, and I will just leave that at that for now. Fair, fair, fair. We'll find out about him in a, in a little bit. Peter, what do you got going on? Hey, everybody. I'm Peter, or Petrus Aquinas, out on the interwebs. You can also find me over at the Code 47 podcast, the Drunken Dice podcast, or at Chaotic Good Coffee, Comics, and Games occasionally. Mm. Uh, I play, And I play... Uh, Lieutenant Commander Vectan, the Chief Engineer Vulcan of the Aegir. And certainly not, last but not least, Jeff. Um, Jeff, also known as Sunbay, and I play your Boolean helmsman, the cool, suave, sophisticated Lieutenant JG Rakin Esrol. And let's get that fancy intro video going. And welcome back. So something I like doing for all my Star Trek Adventures games is having the players do an opening log, and I literally ambushed Peter about a minute before we went live and said, hey, Peter, you want to do the opening log? So, <laughs> Mr. Victan, if you would care to give us a supplemental. Chief Engineer's Log, Supplemental. We have begun the maiden voyage of the Starship Aegir. 
the beginning of her voyage has been, shall we say, eventful. After an attempted stowing away of a potential intelligence officer who who attempted to be a crew member in my staff, which was highly illogical. I keep very good records of my crew. After that, we began to engage the spore drive for the very first time to respond to a distress call that was originating from somewhere in the mycelial network. Upon arriving at the destination of this distress call, there appeared a Borg sphere. Needless to say, this was unexpected. The bridge crew managed to handle this situation with as much grace as illogical beings can. We did manage to survive, although the ship took a some damage to its power systems. And I understand that the first officer ended in sickbay. We also apparently had a intruder of, of the Borg variety. I do not know exactly where this intruder has ended. The last that I heard, he was in sickbay. Now I need to continue repairs on the ship, including the weapon systems, so that if the Borg do decide to pursue, which they did not at the time, we shall be ready for them. End log. You may have one momentum for that lovely opening log. And also thank you for the raid real quick. Really appreciate it. You caught us right at the beginning. Lucky you. But yeah, where we're going to begin is actually in sickbay where uh, Captain Exelon, uh, you and uh, your Serato Draco uh, doctor, uh, Master Chief Hylong, you're basically standing over uh, the Borg drone that came in and you tranked somehow, uh, Captain, and Hylong is looking down at the Borg drone, and she looks at it, looks back at you, Captain, looks back at the drone, and goes, you realize I still don't understand how the hell you managed to do that to a Borg drone, right? I uh, I twirl the hypospray in my hand like a gunslinger. Well, say, no, oh, no, so you I- can't you can't do the gunslinger and not do a roll. Hold on. Uh, okay. <laughs> I need a uh, I need a daring and a con difficulty of one. Okie dokie. And if you roll a complication, it's going to be funny. Would Very street funny. smart supply as a focus? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got a one success. All right, the dice are very merciful for you tonight. All right, yes, you continue on. I spin it around in my hand and say, old Talaxian combat maneuver. It takes years to master. It's called getting absurdly lucky. Okay, you know what? Absurdly lucky. I, you know, we'll take it. We'll take it. So, um, what do we? What do you want me to do with it? Uh, restrain it as best you can. Engineering, this is the captain. Can you send a technician to sick bay? We have a Borg drone we need examined. We have to make sure. Uh, I, I, after cutting off the channel, I say to the doctor, we have to make sure that this thing isn't broadcasting our location to its pals. Uh, well, we could find that out very quickly. Hey, hey, Astra, Astra, and Hylon kind of looks at the ceiling. Astra, I keep forgetting okay. about her. She, she should, she usually replies. Oh, I think she was still damaged. You don't think the Borg drone did something to Astra, did you? Do you? I do not know. 
how I would answer that question. Uh, uh, she's very new to me, so her behavior is uh, everything is new. Hold that thought. Highline goes over to the medical console next to the main uh, surgical operating table, punches in a few buttons, and Astra appears. Again, Astra is a being of not only just a hologram, but is personified as a living sort of lightning kind of a deal. Um, but what you notice is that when Astra's hologram appears, there are like little like Borg-like veins running down her arms, and there's little bits of like tech popping out of her virtual skin. It's it's very unnerving. Um, oh but uh, Astra, her head kind of ticks a few times to the side, and then the implants stop appearing, and the veins begin to recede on her hologram. And she says, "My apologies, Captain." Uh, Master Chief, uh, oh good, you found the Borg drone that was trying to co-op my systems. Are you okay? The Borg drone was designed for infiltration and... One moment. Oh dear. Um, do you want the good news or the bad news? Both. Well, which would you enjoy at first? Oh, right. Uh, the bad news? The bad news is... And her head twitches again. I'm detecting not only, oh dear, not only did he attempt to go after me, he sabotaged our navigational array. By my calculation, the standard navigation as a non-spore drive is going to be very inaccurate at long ranges, which wouldn't be a problem if our spore drive didn't have Borg, well... Borg nanomachines trying to co-op that as well. Uh-oh. Um, okay. Uh, Captain Axel into the bridge. That'd be U.S. Raw. Break you also need there? it as his tradition. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Trying to get used to all the all the controls. First time really being, being in charge. Um, it, it's not like it doesn't happen all the time. I try not to do anything where I I make mistakes. I'm usually Reagan, very, very, Reagan. sir, 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 sir. We had a Borg infiltrate the ship, and it's a messed, what? It's it's messed with the navigation array. Is it still on ship? It's do I need to do a red alert? It's do unconscious. A, do you need security? I think that the security should do a sweep of the ship. Yes, but what I wanted to tell you is that the helm is probably inaccurate. So try not to drive us into anything, okay? Sir, I'll, I'd never do that. Okay, well, the sensors might lie to you about whether or not there's something for us to drive into, especially at long range. Okay. Oh. Oh, well, that's not okay. Good. Well, it sounds like I definitely need to be on the bridge, so I'm going to leave you here. No, with we, we got you. I'll, I'll start getting security points of whoever's in a corner. Get security to do a sweep. Yeah, stand up. I will tell the Master Chief. I need to be back on the bridge, obviously, so I'm going to leave you here with our new friend, restrain him, and when engineering sends somebody, have them check and see if he, we can disable any communications it might have with the collective. And Astra actually speaks before Highline does. In fact, Highline opens her mouth and Astra beats her the punch, which Highline does not appreciate. You can see that she kind of narrows her eyes at Astra. But uh, Astra says, I've taken the liberty of creating a dampening field over sickbay to stop the neural interlink uh, function of the Borg's cortical node. However, it will adapt whenever it wakes up. How did you do this, by the way? I'm curious. Ask the Master Chief. I have to go. 
Nice. I uh, retreat to the bridge uh, and open a private channel to um, engineering. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Captain. Lieutenant or Commander Vectan. Is it Lieutenant or Commander? I can't remember. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Commander. Lieutenant. Either way. Lieutenant Commander Vectan. Uh, this is the Captain. Um, there is a Borg drone that is captured in Sick Bay. I would like you to examine it to see if it uh, can communicate with the Collective, and if so, suspend that. Uh, also, watch uh, Astra for any signs of strangeness. Uh, she was the target of some assimilation, I think. Thank you for alerting me, Captain. I shall keep tabs. Okay. Uh, I attempt When I get back to the bridge, mm. I, uh, uh, first off, Raken, did the security team find anything? Or are they still going? Sir, they're, 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 they're still looking. Good, good. Yeah, report back um, in the meantime, we need to get whoever is st- still not shot up or otherwise occupied to look in the spore drive and see if we can get whatever Borg stuff is in it out. The Borg is co-opting I have absolutely no idea how we would do that either. Can we even go in? I'll get with the Commander Vec then. Victon's doing something for me in sickbay right now. We're stretched a little thin, I'm afraid. And unfortunately, our first officer is a casualty of war. I, I'll, I can do a little, little bit. I don't know much about the spore drive, but it's mushrooms, right? It's some sort of fungus, yes. Which I is a life form, so I suppose the Borg could assimilate it and use it to teleport our ship somewhere that's true and that's we know true. for a fact that they're conversant with the mycelial network that's how they sent us the distress signal well I'll go down there and I'll see what we can start getting going I should be able to do okay with it because I am a fun guy and I salute and walk out and as you're exiting the bridge uh, Astra's little fairy like form appears over your right shoulder and goes I, you know what nobody laughed but I, I laughed I just want you to know that Thank you. You, you got to help me on this. I don't know anything about this dog on Spore Drive. I can walk you through the standard decontamination procedure, and we're just going to have to hope that works. Because otherwise, that means you have to get infected with the spores, which is apparently you gotta not wife. <laughs> and the door closed. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to open it up to the players. What do you guys want to deal with first? Do you want to deal with the Borg drone? Do you want to deal with weapon systems? Do you want to deal with decontaminating the spore drive. Where do, where do you guys want to start? Axelin is going to be at his station on the bridge uh, coordinating and also using any free time he has to try to uh, fix the uh, navigation system because we need to be able to fly away if they mm-hmm. show up to kill okay. us. Um, but I don't know that that necessarily needs to be handled first. That is just what he will be doing. Okay. Uh, it sounds like uh, Vectam will be figuring out what the Borg's got going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I, I assume that uh, Commander Roos will be redacted. So probably the spore drive sounds like the first thing we should. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, let's, let's see what shenanigans happen in the spore drive room. All right. <laughs> That's pick the worst Astra. that could happen. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst that could happen. All right. So I Astra... keep getting these growths on my skin. I don't know how to get rid of them. You tried bathing. <laughs> 
So, Esral, uh, you go to one of the actually supposedly most heavily guarded places on the ship. It's not quite engineering, but it's pretty close to engineering where the security officers that should be here are missing, which is kind of concerning. But when you go inside, uh, it is basically a... trying to figure out how to say this correctly. So, in the middle of the room, there is a clear tube in which are the spores, which are kind of arranged in a, a, helical, a helix pattern. And what you're noticing is that the normally blue spores, some of them are turning red, some of them are turning brown, some of them are turning black as the Borg nanomachines either co-opt or try to destroy the spores. Um, next to the tube is a terminal that you can interface with. There's also a chair for if anybody wasn't quote-unquote infected with the spores they could manually pilot the ship from here in fact this is like a secondary or tertiary bridge if need be so even for normal flight ops correct yes i mean you it's normally used just for spore jumping but enough of the navigational terminals and consoles are replicated down here that you could fly the ship from this room sounds good and any rhyme or reason to the the red, the blue spores. I'm assuming the brown and the black are the co-opted ones and the dying ones. Well, let's have you do either a insight in engineering, or because technically this is a con system, I could even give you an insight con in this regard. But I will warn you, it is going to be a difficulty of four, but you have your determination, you have five momentum, and I've got a complication from chat, which I will say for a dramatically appropriate moment. Thanks, yeah, Chad. I have, like, mycological engineering is a focus. I do have hand-to-hand -hand combat. Won't help you here. Okay. We know I have EVA operations. Won't help you here. Okay. Ship's flight control <laughs> since it's small craft. These are very, very, very small. <laughs> Are you flying them though? <laughs> I've got, I've, I could perfect, do the wait, get a jar of the spores and take them outside the ship, and then it'll be an EVA. <laughs> oh. Okay, so Insight Con is one better. Now, did I get my? I used my determination in our last game. Do I get that back? Uh, did you? I forget because don't you have veteran? Somebody had veteran. No, I don't have veteran. I, I have. Uh, I got my. I have veteran. Untapped potential. That's what it was. You have on potential and uh, Vecton and Rus have Fredrin, so I got to remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I got determination back. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have it back. Why not? Okay. And does the ship help in any way? Uh, I would say that Astra would help with a reason con on her part. And remember, uh, Astra always has a focus. I'll go over her. You okay. said reason con. Reason con. I would like to use my value of seek the common ground. You know, you, you are trying to figure out the very basics of the system with Astra's help. I'll allow it. All, All right, right. So unfortunately, Astra only rolled a, because you only take the first die, only one die. So that's a 15. She doesn't help you, unfortunately. But you are starting with two free successes. And I would like to use two momentum for a third for die. A third dice. And let's see, is this still brings down to three? What do you think? Is that two or three more for a fourth three die? Three more for a fourth die. So that would take us down to one. 
Uh, zero by no, math. No, zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, three. Yeah. Math. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, I'll just go with that third dice. Okay. Bank on cautious. Okay. Oh, nice. Look uh, at that. Survey says that is a grand total of five successes, so you go back up to three momentum for your troubles. Technically, with cautious, you could roll that eight, re-roll that 18 if you so wished. Mm-hmm. I... Damn Let's go ahead and do it. Cautious is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, it's one worse, but it's not a 20, which is the good news. Um, so, yeah, what you are going to do with Astra's help is you'll realize that, yes, the blue and the red... The blue are the quote-unquote uninoculated spores, which haven't developed a defense against the incoming nanomachines. The red spores are inoculated uh, fungal spores, which have figured out a defense against the nanomachines. And then the brown and the blacks, the brown is a blue that has been infected. A black is one that the mycelial network has completely cut off or killed. Okay, Astra. Yes. How can we inoculate the spores faster? Well, uh, you could take a hypospray and do a lot of injections. That's one option. A more broadband approach. Well, they're spores, and uh, I mean, we could try to. I mean, I think I guess they have an immune system of some sort, so we could give a vaccine of some kind. Well, we know that some are already developing some type of resistance. Should I rope in Hylong for this? Can we pull oh, her? Oh, by all means. Okay. So, because we're getting into an area where I know nothing. So after a moment, Hylong's voice comes into the spore chamber and she says, What do you want? I'm in the middle of trying to stop a Borg drone from reconnecting the hive. Um, how do you vaccinate um, spores from... The nanites? Look, uh, I'm going to be respectful, sir. You might outrank me, but uh, speaking frankly, I don't have a fucking clue, so good luck. Um, all right, thank you. And Astra kind of giggles and says, well, she was a lot of help. Yeah, she was. Um, well, what I do know on a scale of one to five in medicine is that if you do a vaccine, you take something that's already had it and develop an immunity, and then you develop the vaccine from that. So let's separate a couple of the ones that are, the red, I guess, the red ones. Mm-hmm. Take some of those and start looking for what that immunity is and start trying to figure out how to replicate that to, and then how to deliver it. Okay, so we're going to put you on an extended task, which we'll cut back to throughout the episode. (laughs) And I'm actually going to make it a fairly easy one because you're rolling with medicine here, which is your power stack, clearly. Um, The difficulty on this will be a three. I'm going to make it a four with threat. Uh, Let's see. The magnitude will make a four. Uh, Maybe that's too hard. Let's make a magnitude of three. And yeah, so all you have to do is do ten work. It's four difficulty to start. It's a magnitude of three to start. And, um, hey, you got a momentum from chat, so you're up to hey, four. Hey, chat, thanks. Um, so, technically... Ten disappeared. 
technically you are going to be doing either a daring and a medicine or a reason in medicine, depending on how you want to approach this. Daring. All right. So if you do daring, if you do daring, um, what I would say, oh, wait, it doesn't matter. You have a medicine of one. It doesn't matter if you have a focus because one's already a crit. But yeah, difficulty of four. Oh, crap. So, now aren't you glad you saved some momentum for later? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't have... Well, we need that. We needed to burn that determination before. Um, we'll look at the challenge of value in session two. What's the worst thing that can happen from rolling complications on magical teleporting space fungus? That is true. Couldn't be that bad. Why don't we just add some threat to this and make a complication range of 18 to 20? You know, just just because why not? What's the worst oh, thing that happened? You can thank chat yeah. for that one. That'll be that'll be chat's complication. Thanks, chat. So complication range is now three. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. So no focus, no determination value if I can challenge it. <laughs> and they're already on cooldown redeeming another. Thank you, chat. God almighty. Um, definitely burn one for a third die. Okay. Burn two and three for a fourth die. Okay. And we'll see how that goes if I got to do to a value. Okay. Let's see what happens. Well, that's three successes with a complication. You can re-roll with cautious. Wait, wait, wait. Is your cautious con? Cautious is con. Yeah. But oh, we have untapped potential. Roll untapped potential. That could matter. And I also have born near a warp core. Also could matter. I will do each one of those separately. Okay. Which one's first? First one will be untapped potential. Okay. All right. So no help there. Now, born near a warp core, that'll get Could rid of a potentially complication. get rid of that complication. Yep. All right, not quite. We needed to see an effect on that. And since chat, yep. someone in chat has has asked, basically, um, a bullion can re-roll uh, or not re-roll. They can roll a challenge die. There you go. Thank you. You beat me to the punch. Um, basically, they roll a challenge die, and they are able to. Um, more or less ignore complication if an effect comes up. So it's a very, very powerful... Um, let me scroll back up so you can see it. It's a very powerful talent overall. But yeah, unfortunately, uh, that is three successes with a complication. So I'll offer you a devil's deal. You can succeed on this, but there will be two complications. Or you could just fail and have just the complication. I, mean, I know what Darth Sidious would say in a situation like this. Let's do the devil's deal. Devil's deal. All right. So let's handle the mechanics, and then we'll do all the narratives so it's out of the way. So uh, since you rolled medicine, you're rolling me now three challenge die to represent the work done on this track of ten. Woo! Yeah. You'll get there eventually, I believe. Okay, that you know what? Hey, that's two nice. more than you started with. Good, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, narratively, here's what happens. You take a sample of the red spores, 
you do like the science commercials or the the AstraZeneca commercials where they show lots of sciencey people in lab coats swirling around, you know, test tubes of different colors and things of that nature. And you realize you have no idea what you're doing. You are out of your depth. You're like, I, 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 Astra, what do I do? And Astra, Astra more or less leads you through a very remedial course of classified spore technology so she's declassifying in real time and be like, oh, well, you need to do this. And oh, wait a moment. It's saying don't do that in this paragraph. Uh, do this oh, instead. Sh- yeah. Um, so you are able to create what you think is a cure. But the first complication is that when you inject a sample of the blue, instantly turns black. Oh, that wasn't it. Yeah. The second complication is that at this point, if I had to give rough percentages, there's about 30% blue left. There's about 10% red. There is 20% brown. And then the rest is black. I, um, we're running out of good good spores. Do these things replicate on their own? I think them? so, yeah. Anyways, while that's going on, let's go to uh, sickbay where uh, Vecten, you've walked in and there's a Borg drone on the, on the table. Doctor, I assume the drone has been restrained. Uh, with a force field and physical restraints, but, you know, Borg, so hurry Excellent. up. Have you located its cortical node? Uh-huh, it's this thing right here. Points at the head. Excellent. I shall begin disabling it. Right. Please monitor its life signs. Already on it. And you, you see that she's actually monitoring the life signs, but she's also kind of hosting her blade on her shoulder like she's ready to just chop if need be. Um, While I appreciate your readiness, Doctor, it shouldn't be necessary. Yeah, I heard that a bunch from the people in, at Starfleet Medical, but uh, Borg. Your caution is understandable. Proceed. All right, Victan, it's time for you to have fun with momentum. This is going to be a daring and engineering on your part. This is going to be a difficulty of four. And the chat complication, I'm actually going to make it a 17 to 20 complication range for this one. Thanks to chat. That's a a four. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. And if you roll a complication, well, then the board drones may or may not wake up and Jeremy gets to do fun things. Um... My focus in computers probably won't help me. Yeah, here. not gonna help you here, unfortunately. Okay, well I am at least going to Though technically I guess that if you're going after the cortical node, that is a form of quantum mechanics as far as I understand the cortical node. That's true. So I'll give you I'll give you quantum in this regard. Okay. Um we'll check what this one does. I'm looking through your talents here to help you out here. Yeah, um, I was looking at uh, right tool for the right job, but that's not going to help Yeah, that's there. not going to help you there. Uh, okay. Miracle worker, you're not doing an extended task, but is nope. amazing. And then veterans for your determination. You could, I guess you could just spend your determination and veteran it back, possibly. Um... Let's use a value. Let's use a value. Which one? 
Logic is the beginning of wisdom. I have okay. seen these before, but now I need to figure out the adaptations in this particular cortical node. Sure, I'll allow it. Okay, um, and I'm going to use a momentum to roll three dice. All right, it'd be okay. a momentum and threat, but yeah. Okay, well, I want to roll three dice, so. All right, here we go. Well, nope. that's five successes, but there's a complication. <laughs> so what is it you're trying to do to the cortical node? Disable it? Remove it? Um, I am attempting to remove it. Okay. Safe so you are going to be successful procedure. on that, and you'll get a momentum for your trouble. But, and you're a spy, you now are up at bat. Your cortical node has been removed. You're restrained physically and in a force field. You wake up. Your eyes bolt open. What is your first action? There's a Vulcan standing. Right yeah, there's a Vulcan standing over you. There's a Serato Draco with a sword ready to chop you. What would you like to do in this instance? I use my my uh, interlink node to attempt to disable the force field. Okay. So, and, you know, this is still a little bit of PvP, but it's fun PvP. So go ahead and roll me a control and engineering. At least I think a control and engineering would be best here. Uh, let's do difficulty of three for you. Mm. Actually, you know what? I'd give you security better than engineering because you're you're trying to co-op the security systems. Mm. Specialization mm. in infiltration. Oh yeah. Seems oh, like yeah. Right here. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I won't waste any uh, any group resources. Yeah. So we shall just see what happens. All right. Now well, that's two successes. You needed three. So you try to reach out, you try to use that little bit of uh, code you left in Astra's program, doesn't reply, unfortunately. So you bounce against the force field. There's oh, but at least, but at least that is not an obvious. That is not a an outwardly obvious thing. Oh right, because I guess you're standing still. You're not like pushing up as you're doing it. So yes. Yeah, so, the, I, I haven't done anything. Fair. All right. I'm just trying to reroll my. So yeah. Borg drone is wo woken up, and you know, feel free to interrupt at any point. You're a spy because you're awake now. I am pretending to. I, I, my eyes are open, but I am not making outward. Uh, I need to figure out what is. I need to figure out what I can do here before um, before I go any further. Doing all that biting. <laughs> so High Long crosses her arms tapping her, her blade against her chest and goes, so um, I'm no expert on Borg, but do they normally just stare? When they are any, unable to perform any other task and we do not appear to be an immediate threat, Borg generally remain immobile. Okay. I'm going to uh, I'm going to trigger my uh, cardiopulmonary strengthener to, um, I'm going to stop my own heart. So immediately the uh, medical devices and, and readouts begin to chime that uh, you need resuscitation. And Hylong looks at that, looks back at, at you on the table, looks back at the readouts, looks back at you at the table and goes, again, sir, you're the ranking officer here. I know what I would do, but um, either I get that heart started again or we have a dead drone. The captain seemed to find this necessary to retain. Proceed. All right, hold this. She hands you her sword. Is it unexpectedly heavy? Yes. 
In fact, okay. it is the equivalent of, uh, this is a meme, it's the equivalent of like weighted clothes or weighted armor where, you know, they're just carrying around like it's everyday business, but then you get it and you're like, oh crap, kind of a thing. Yeah, I just thought it would be funny as like Vulcan who normally can carry, you know, heavier stuff than humans all of a sudden. It's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, that same sort of vibe. All right, so high long. I'm going to let you guys roll high long because uh, you could use some momentum, but it is going to be opposed because obviously the Borg drone is attempting to do nefarious things. So high long is doing a daring in a medicine difficulty of one. And Russ, you are also doing a daring medicine difficulty of one. And whoever gets the most momentum on this will be the succeeding actor here. I just wanted her to lower the force field because her automated... Uh resuscitation systems won't work because mm-hmm. of the I mean, exoplating. That's, that's part of the process is when the force fields go down, does she manage to fix you and put you back in the force field or do you get out in time? So yeah. All right. uh, how long is Daring Medicine? Uh, our board drone is going to be Daring Security. Alright. Let's this, see. This possum maneuver is so perfect because Borg don't value individual lives, so it seems like exactly what they would do in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the oh, board? Well, the dice are apparently telling a story where the Borg drone is just jobbing at everything. Incompetent. Every yes. <laughs> it's okay. Highlong would have to still roll one success here. So, okay. She gets one more die. She she does get one more. Oh, she gets two. Yeah, because yeah. she's, she's a main actor. She's it's only actor. assisting that uh, you, you roll the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have any talents that help? Yeah, yeah, she's got some values. Yeah, she's she's got values. And oh, wait a second, she has daring. Hold up, let me look at that roll. Uh, okay, so she actually has two successes on that because of daring, augmented ability, daring. So that's one momentum for you guys. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So there is a, it's a success, but there's a complication. So the complication is going to be. That, yeah, uh, she managed to get the force field lowered. She quickly restarts your heart via chemical injection, then goes to close the force field. But right as the force field's about to finish closing, I'm imagining you tube her, or at least that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, that's probably the right idea at this point. And as the force field finished closing and Highlong, like, withdraws her hand going, damn it, okay, um... All right, I'm going to be a board drone in about 50 seconds if I don't manage this, so have fun with the board drone. And she runs off to go deal with her problem. <laughs> Nerves of steel. Mm-hmm. Oh, darn. I'm turning <clears throat> into a Borg. And this, this sword is like... It's a shard blade, so it's like generally this wide or so, right? Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's basically the buster sword from Final Fantasy. It's stupidly big. Okay. I am going to heft it, and I'm going to try to bang the board drone in the face. With the flat side or the blade nope. side? The flat side. Okay, I just wanted to be sure on I, that. I am fry, frying panning this. Frying panning. Percussive maintenance. I love it. All right, so you are aware that this is going to lower the force field. I mean, isn't is it already down? Well, it went no. back up, so... Oh, okay. Um, in, in that case. I'm still in favor of this plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and since the force field is no longer down, um, it, it, it's still up. I mean, um, Go with your case, heart, Peter. Um, what does your heart tell you? Um, 
I still want to fry pan it. All right, we're frying panning it. You know what? That's what the heart says. That's what we're going to do. All right, Russ, you're doing another daring security. Difficulty of one. Fecton, daring security. Difficulty of one. Whoever gets the most momentum is the winner here. Yeah, I don't think any of my focuses help here, so. What does a piece of equipment do in this system? I've never actually used, like, a tool. Like so a equipment can sometimes provide advantage. advantages or allow you to do a task that normally would have been impossible without the tool. Um, interesting. You've both rolled one success. So technically, the way this works, since you both have the one success, is that the acting character is the victor. Wow. Yep. The dice just hate you today. They really do. I no, they hate you bad. since you showed up as this character, actually, because, yeah, last session, too, you got, oof. Yeah. It, it, it is a big sword, too, so. I, I mean, this is this this is fair. Um, so, yeah, force shield goes down. Vecton, you come in with the frying pan, quote-unquote. Uh, the Borg drone comes up with the tubes. The frying pan wins, and for at least the next minute the Borg drone is unconscious so you'll be back in a moment Jeremy you're just unconscious again can gravity assist on the next attack <laughs> maybe maybe I will then um, restrain the drone okay so while that's all happening let's go to the bridge the captain trying to fix the navigational array and yeah so Jeremy since you're the one that had this plan why don't you tell the, the captain what he's found out so far um okay so your navigational data is hopelessly corrupted um basically you can your, your knowledge of where you are and what's going on is basically what you can see it would be extremely difficult to navigate your way back to the Federation based on the fact that you don't know any of the, you don't know a lot of the dangers in between. I mean, you can see well enough with your sensors well enough to move around in the, in your local area, but um, long distance navigation is not in the cards for you. So to make sure I understand, what we're saying is that we can explore and maneuver, but we can't astrogate. Like, we can't plot a course. You can plot a course. We don't know what's outside our sensor range. Right, roughly. I mean, obviously, you can your, your sensors can see things that are extremely far away, but you don't have the astrogation data that, that you know, might detect things that your sensor that, that might know about things that your sensors can't detect. So basically like, you you are a short range a reason a relatively short ranged vessel right now, at least with your primary navigation systems. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um what I would like to do is um as I am very widely traveled um mm -hmm. as a Talaxian, I would like to offer the uh the G GM a threat to gain Which an additional take. focus when I grew up, I grew up in a trade caravan that went back and forth between the uh, the Delta Quadrant and the Federation space, uh -huh. selling things and buying things with the Orions and the Ferengi and the Talaxians and other Delta Quadrant uh, natives. Many times, in order to get a leg up on us, the Ferengi or the Orions would do things like send us spam messages or mess with our computers to see if they could get our secrets to get a leg up in negotiation. And I, am, I have a focus in... Um, cleaning computer systems of infections. What I want to do is go through our, our navigation stuff and make sure that no further damage can be done to our data. Like, whatever Borg leftovers are in there get cleaned up so it can't cost us further information. 
Alright, let me take a look at your sheet here uh, to do an appropriate role. So, I believe this would be normally in engineering, but since you're approaching it, in my mind, from an antivirus, which is kind of like an admin level thing, I'll give you command. Um, but this will be a daring in a command. Um, the ship, not Astra, the ship will assist you with a computers and a security. And I'm going to make the difficulty here also a four, because I think that's the theme. Everybody's getting a difficulty for today. Sweet. Now, in order to further leverage being a Talaxian, um, I have a special ability called Being of Many Talents, mm -hmm. which allows me to get a little bit of a leg up if I have more than one focus that applies to a given role. Because I'm cleaning the navigation system, does Astrometrics apply? I'll give it to you. Yes. Okay. So that doesn't make the actual roll better, but it does give me a re-roll. Sort of like uh, Jeffrey with his uh, his cautious medicine, or his cautious con. Yeah, it basically so gives like you a free reroll. Mm -hmm. I would like to spend our last remaining momentum to gain a die. And then very heavily cross my fingers, because this still is statistically not really in my favor. <laughs> okay, well, let's see what happens. And uh, who's rolling for the assist? Uh, it's Already has been done. The Aegir did not help you. So oh, yeah, yeah. you can reroll that 20. That's, That's a really good idea to do that. I would love to reroll that 20. Okay, so that unfortunately is only two successes. So your first attempt at this is going to fail. Now, I am going to roll some challenge dice here. And you do not want to see effects on this. If you see effects, bad things are happening. Okay, no effects. You have a chance to attempt it again. But I will say that it's the same role, but the complication range is now in 19 to 20. And I have less ability to buy dice. Correct. Well, you still could give me threat, but just keep in mind that I'm being very liberal with threat today. But the Ager did assist you, so that's, that's something. You know what? I would like to employ one of my values and alter the tactics I'm using to achieve this this uh, task. Okay, which one are you going to go? Uh, there's an old Talaxian saying, when the road before you splits in two, take the third path. For me, the third path is this. I'm going to instruct Astra to purge every single bit of data from the entire Astrometrics database. And I will then upload my own personal, like, journalized star charts. And those aren't going to be as comprehensive, but at least I know they're not infected with anything. I like it. I like it. Complication range is still going to be 19 to 20, but let's see what happens. Your chief engineer is going to Okay. Complain. And I tell yeah. Astra, Astra, this is going to sound drastic, but what we're going to do is we're going to purge the entire Astrometric database. Oh my goodness, I rolled the wrong pool. Did you? <laughs> I did. I rolled a daring con. <laughs> I was, early never did command rolls, so I was... I was uh, it just... Well, still, it was a 2 and a 14, so I think with your... So it would have been three successes, but still wouldn't have been enough. Yeah, so, yeah, the result would have been the same. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to perform the exact same task with a much bigger <laughs> complication range. Mm -hmm. So the complication range is, what, four? Uh, two now. 19 to 20, so two. And with only two dice. Yep. So I will need to roll absurdly well. Mm -hmm. But you already have two successes, so... Well, you also got an assist from the Aegir. There's another two. That's a total of five. You get a momentum. And yeah, you do exactly what you say. Astra leads you through the process of purging the entire astrometric database. 
and then you upload your copy via backup, and she says, Well, uh, I think all the pilots and all of the engineering crew are going to be very upset with you, Captain, but you definitely have stopped the spread of the program. We're not going to let them take my ship. They already took my friend. It's very noble of you, sir. Um, would this be a bad time to tell you that there's been an incident in, in sick bay? And there's Is also an incident. Right? Well, they're, they're okay. They're just dealing with minor Borg infections, but. And you? How are your um, systems? I've more or less gotten the rest of the Borg code out of my system, but I'm also helping about 50 different officers at the same time at the moment, so a little taxed. Put your focus on them. I've got this. I tell anyone who's left on the bridge, go to sickbay and assist. I'll, t- I'll take over all stations. And I transfer all control of the ship to the captain's chair for now. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and I, yeah, shipwide channel. This is Captain Axelon. I have evacuated the bridge to provide more relief to everyone else's battle stations. We Be advised, we still have a single Borg infiltrator aboard the ship. It has been restrained as far as I know. But be uh, on high alert. I'm transferring all op ships functions or all bridge functions to the captain's chair. And I drop the channel. Jeremy, you hear that. You wake up to hear that. I have two threat. I'm going to spend it to let you create a complication. <laughs> what complication would you like to throw at these lovely gentlemen? Man, things are just a mess in the in the um in the computer core right now, uh, with all of the with all of that rogue code that uh, that I injected, it uh, particularly since I had all, since I also had to interface with the security systems to disable the internal sensors to keep me to allow me to move around the ship without anyone knowing. Man, when he purged the uh, the navigation data, some of those linkages. I mean, the 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 ship's internal uh, security systems are well. Force fields might not work right now. Wow. No, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what we're going to do is the force field in sickbay winks out. And it's one of the moments where you're looking up at Vecton. Vecton's looking down at you. Vecton, you get to say one thing before we go to break. That was unexpected. <laughs> and with that, we're going to take a five to ten minute break. We'll be back shortly, everybody. Stick around. All right, and welcome back to part two of session two of Star Trek Aegir, a Star Trek Adventures actual play. If you're just joining us, well, we're doing a little bit of fun interpersonal conflict between a Borg drone who will hopefully one day be a part of the crew, though at this point he's digging himself a pretty big hole, um, and the fact that the Borg really, really, really want to not only stop the Aegir from getting home, but they also want to co-op the spore technology that the Aegir has. So, since we're talking about spore drive stuff, we're going to go back to Lieutenant Junior Grade Esrol working to disinfect, vaccinate, whatever word you want to use, the spore containment vessel before all spores are lost. Purge? Pur- you purge? My purge is a good word. But yeah, oh. just as a reminder, let me uh, get that roll for you again. You're currently sitting at a 2 work out of 10. Your difficulty is still a 4. Your magnitude is still a 3. And if I... I have to burn a value only as a reroll. 
you could use it as regular determination. You could get the two free successes to start. Okay. Um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to burn the value of don't do a Ricky. I'm thinking back <laughs> and I talked to, to Ezra. I said, you know, the whole time as a pilot, I'm always worried about not being like the, the famous Ensign Ricky and just screwing everything up. But he turned around and he made a great career as a nurse creating a whole vaccine for some deadly virus. Yeah, it's kind of ironic that the flight people call Ricky a curse, but the medical people are very happy with Ricky. I mean, yeah, I think I'm, I've got a whole new look and respect for him. So I'm going to burn it on that. All right, so you will get your determination back. I'm assuming you want to do it for the two free successes. Oh, yes. All right. Well, during break, uh, you did achieve a momentum from chat. So you do have two momentum. You could spend for a third die here. And that will be happening. Okay. And thank you, chat. <laughs> well, don't thank chat because they also gave me a complication, which I'm saving for a dramatic appropriate time. And complication range? Complication range is going to be just a 20 here. So okay. just one. And are we still saying flight controls is the focus? Um, well, it doesn't matter because medicine. Oh, yeah. All right. There you go. That is your four successes you need. So, yeah, go ahead and roll me the uh, two plus one. So three challenge dice to represent how much work you've done. Um, now do we have? Oh, let me do untapped potential. Oh, because I could get you momentum or give me threat. Mm-hmm. Check. And that's a, oops, got a, all right, doesn't help either of us. Okay, so we have no momentum. Now, what I would say is since you're rolling challenge dice, something I probably should have told you on the first roll, but I was excited with complications. Um, you can roll, uh, no, it's not you roll an additional. So you can re-roll with one momentum or one threat. You can re-roll the entire pool, specific dice, whatever. Uh, once the roll has been made, you can also do one momentum, one threat uh, for one additional work done. And remember here, the magic okay. number is five. If you get right. five, difficulty goes down. So we're four challenge dice? Uh, three. Three, okay. That's right. Okay. Let's see what we get here. Okay. Nice. So you, again, could spend up to... Well, you could spend as much threat as you want, but if you gave me three threat, you could get five and a breakthrough here. Three threat. Okay. Three threat. So what that's going to mean, though, actually, is you're now up to seven work done, and... You don't know, maybe it was the mention of uh, Ricky and the fact that, you know, he ended up going from pilot to nurse or maybe Astra is really cheering you on. Whatever is going on, it's working. And you're not only able to pump up the number of red vaccinated spores, but you're also able to curb some of the encroaching Borg nanomachines on the unvaccinated blue spores at this point. Uh, I, I, I think it's working, Astra. Yeah, I Clearly, we need to mention Ricky around you more often. I mean, if we get results like this. He's always been that little thing on my shoulder when I'm flying, but to be honest, I'm a pilot, not a doctor. I feel like, in a meta sense, there should be a talent for that, but, you know, what do I know? I'm just the ship's AI. Speaking of uh, shoulders and 
possibly things getting hit in the face. We go back to sickbay where Vectan and Borg Drone are looking at one another. No force field. Clever girl. Very much. I just reach out and take the sword. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vecton, I'm assuming you wish to contest this action by fry pan again. Okay. Yes. Have you adapted to our advanced sword technology? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, you guys know what it is. It's daring security difficulty one for both of you. Can I make mine fitness security? I want to get it from him. Uh, still dare. Yeah, grappling and melee, that's all daring. Okay. Vecton's got two. <laughs> I, Normally, I do not roll this well. I think we're sensing Vulcans the theme. Scrappy man, they come. Okay, that, well, again, way. active character wins ties. Give sword. So yes, you now have sword. Okay, a simulation tubules. A simulation tubules. All right, go ahead and roll roll the actual damage on those because that could matter. Because I think the actually, ruling. I actually to don't have them on the sheet. I think it's yeah, five. Yeah, I'm trying to look them up real quick because um, I think the ruling is if they do a injury, that's when you actually have to worry about assimilation. But let's mm. just double check that because that is very very important to figure out here. Uh, let's see. My hard drive would spin up in time. Thank you. All right, where's Delta? There's Delta. All right, board characters, page 60. All right, let's see what we got. Okay, so it is... What do you have? You have the medical? Um. For now, yes. Okay. Because cybernetic arm medical is five challenge dice affected by stress, or not stress, security. So, what, you have security of five, so I think that's ten challenge dice. <clears throat> Ouch. Yeah. Okay. And if I read these rules correctly, so, uh, Vectan, what's going to happen is you're going to get tubed. It's going to hurt really, really bad. You're going to go down with an injury. The injury is you're being assimilated. And as you go down, Hylong comes back and is cracking her neck and says, All right, got rid of my... I leave you alone for two minutes. He has the sword. I'm going to throw the sword. (laughs) All right, well, if you're going to throw the sword, that's a control security difficulty of two. Lordy. It's we're just really slapstick if we're today. all bored by the end of the second session. Yeah. It's like it's no longer Ager, it's Star Trek Borg Cube 96. Alright, two successes. So I now have the option of either spending threat to reduce the damage to the high long or doing high long sword damage to her. So is she um is she uh I, as a player, will choose to intentionally miss. Okay, that the also The Borg's control over me is less than it was before, so whatever this character was before may be, taking, may be starting to take hold. I like it, I like it. Thank you for giving me the yes and, I love it. All right, so you miss. It, it The sword embeds itself into the console in the wall behind Hylong. She kind of goes and goes, holy crap, and she taps her combat. Astra, 
ship, whoever is out there, Borg is loose, Borg is loose, I repeat, Borg is loose. And then she starts trying to get her sword out of the wall so that she can swing it at you. I'm going to assimilation to the, um, the, uh, the engineer again, except that I want it to... Actually, no, I still have an early note. I'm going to stop them from working. He is incapacitated. Okay. I don't want to... Part of me doesn't want to assimilate him. Okay. So, Vectan, you're still injured, but the nanomachines aren't spreading anymore. I mean, it still hurts like hell, but you don't see things popping as up on your skin as much, so small positives. As I notice this happen, um, I am going to invoke one of my talents. All right, what is your talent? Uh, my talent is extrasensory perception. Ah, yes. You might want to put that one in chat because it's a fun one. Yeah, it's a new one. Yes, it is one of those esoteric talents that you have to ask your GM for, and you know me, I love the esoteric talents. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Uh, so, long story short, uh, you can basically look at the GM and go, hey, can you give me an insider hint about this situation? And I can give you a hint for one threat. And you can ask for as many hints as you want. So I'm assuming uh, you at least want one? Yes, I want at least one. You might be injured, but if you give me two threat, you can stand back up and you could potentially clock the Borg drone across the face and potentially give this other force a little bit of a bigger leg up than it already has. Okay. Well, I would like to do that when it's my turn. Well, technically it is your turn. Right? Oh, We're okay. doing loosey-goosey combat. It is your turn. Okay, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to give okay. you two threat, and I am going to attempt to clock the Borg. I believe this would be on the back of the head this time. Now, very important question. Are you doing the double Kirk punch or the Vulcan neck pinch? Hmm. I think I'm... Mechanically, I don't have the Vulcan neck pinch, but I'm going to do that narratively. Okay. Double neck pinch. Double neck pinch. There you go. All right. Well, technically, this is again an oppose, so daring security from the both of you, please. All right, Vectan's got the one. Vectan is the success is the active character. So Vectan, go ahead and roll me. What is your security? Uh, it is a two. Go ahead and roll me three challenge dice, please. All right. Uh, remind me, does your talent uh, give you any extra resistance there, uh, Jeremy? Yep. Yep. Is that? Oh, but it, you guess what? That's the cortical node which got removed. No, that's exoplating. Oh, you have exoplating. Yeah, the I will know. There will come a point where I don't have uh, assimilation tubules. Here are my implants. Yeah, I was gonna say if you could throw those in chat real quick. There we go. Okay, so it's the interlock node you have. Okay. All right. So, Peter, if you'd like another hint, I can give you another hint. Yes. If you spend three threat, you will do enough damage to non-lethally injure the Borg drone and put it down for the scene. Let's do it. Okay. So, you go for the double neck pinch, and at first you're like, please work, please work, please work. And if it were possible, the Borg drone would do that really creepy thing where the head rotates the completely all the way around to look at you. But it only gets about halfway before the neck pinch goes through the exoplating and you're unconscious on the floor. 
At this point, Hylong finally gets her sword out of the wall, looks at you, Victon, looks at the Borg drone and goes, you know what, I forget this. She tosses her sword away and says, I need to deal with your infection. Where are security minions when you need them? Doctor, I believe the infection has been neutralized. Well, we still don't want them in your system in case they stop not being neutralized. All right. While that's going on, we're going to go to the captain. Can, can I do one real quick thing in that scene, actually? I was just oh, uh, yeah. looking at my command rules. Can I issue an order over the intercom? Because, you know, it was announced that what was going on. Right. So what order do you want to issue? Um, having You know, when I heard that happen, I, of course, opened a channel to sickbay. And so I'm listening on what's going on. Uh, now that I hear a little downtime, I, uh, I uh, ask Lieutenant Vecton. Or yes, Lieutenant Dan. Commander Vecton, can you try to disable the power to the systems that are installed on that drone? It seems like his mind is fighting his implants. That was my assessment, assessment as well, Captain. So I, I send an order to do that to give you an additional task. Which technically means... Do I have means... to something to do that? No, you are the captain, so you have access to the direct action, which means you can assist with the presence command, and Vecton, you could... If you feel up to it, you could do a daring engineering here and attempt to do just that. All right, let's do it. Would street smarts or antivirus operations apply here? Ironically, antivirus works here. (laughs) All right, well, you get two free success. Oh, right, difficulty. Difficulty is going to be a four in this instance. Four is the name of the game tonight. Okay. Um, Would computers help me here? Uh, you are technically dealing with a board computer in the nano machine, so yes. Okay. All right, Ooh, so I will allow you to succeed at cost if you so wish. I think we should, but I leave it up to our, the assistant captain. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Actually, real quick, do you have uh, advisor as a talent? No. Okay, because if you had advisor, then uh, Vecton could have rerolled. But all right, so the complication, Vecton, you're able to disable or power down most of the Borg, quote unquote, infecting systems. So Commander Russ, as you will be known at some point in this debacle, your personality is now seventy-five twenty-five against the invo- invading Borg force. So feel free to sprinkle that into your role play when you wake up. Um, but the complication is Vecton is that when you finally sit back and take a uh, take a knee or take a seat, whatever you do, uh, you realize that your entire left arm is gray from nanomachines. And Hylon's looking at it, looking at you, looking at the arm and going, all right, um, I'm going to be yes. honest with you. There's a couple ways I can do this. Either I can basically chop the arm off and grow you a new one, and you'd be back in about a week. Or you can risk the fact that the nanomachines in there are going to activate again, and it's going to be all of you that's gray. The first option, Doctor. Very good. Do you have a, prefer- a pre- Do you have a preference as to how I amputate? I'm going to look over to the sword. There appears to be a sharp implement in the room. Oh, I never get to use the sword for this. Awesome. She goes over, picks up the sword, and she raises it up. And then we're going to cut to Esral. As uh, Esral, <laughs> you're aware of none of it. Well, I guess you did hear the announcement that the Borg drum was loose. So you heard that. 
You're also muted as is tradition. You're so alarmed. <laughs> Gotta find my mute button. Astra, are we secure from where the Borg is? Uh, yes, I'm monitoring the situation in sickbay. They have things under control, but they are disarming someone. Okay, um, I've got this inspiration for, it looks like we're kind of getting ahead of it. I think if we just cut off where the Borg are and just separate them from and then evacuate them and teleport them into a middle of a warp core or something and totally disintegrate them, would that work? I mean... Theoretically, yeah, that, that should work. Though, I think Vecton might be alarmed that you transported something into his warp core, but hey, it's... Well, they're already in the spore drive. Uh, you know what? I cannot argue with that logic. I really can't. And there's nothing... Well... Nothing could possibly go wrong with this. Vectan doesn't know can't hurt him. Nothing's really living inside... Well, there is kind of the, the, the soul inside the warp core, but... Not really all, living. All the orphans we put in those warp cores when we build them. But the good news, though, a... is that Esrol, if you frame it that way, I'll allow you to use engineering instead of medicine. Oh, yes. Heck yeah. But we'll it is still going to be way. a daring engineering. Um, it will be a difficulty of three. And I would say that you still don't have a focus. But hey, it's better than, you know, the one medicine you had before. Um, I will have to give you two threat. Okay. Well, one threat for a die. Okay. And then two to so three threat total. Okay. Would give me four die, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No focus, no determination. There's four successes. You get a point of momentum. And yeah, what I would tell you is when you roll, now since it's engineering, you're rolling five challenge dice. If I see four work done, you complete this task. You can do it. Oh, good lord. Finally. So, why don't you narrate, since apparently, as someone in chat has pointed out, Ship of Vikings, how do you go about cutting off the portion and beaming it away? Um, Separating it with little bitty teeny tiny force fields mm. and putting in a nice little box kind of edging them in and scooping them up into one corner and says all right transport it to an incinerator i guess and the warp core well astra astra smiles and you hear and see the transport activate and she says Oh dear, it looks like the transporter buffers on deck three are now inoperable. Oh no, we've lost the pattern. Whatever shall we do? Is, is it, can anybody pull it back out of the buffer? Now they can't. Okay. Though Bechtel is probably going to be angry at me, but hey, that's his problem. I, well, I don't want to pull it back out of the buffer. Well, now he's going to have to replace the buffer. But again, hey, that's his problem. Replicators are four. Exactly. You know what? I think we're going to get along just great, Esrol. Yeah, it looks like, hell, you, you managed to save about 40% of the spores. So we have at least limited range. That's good. They're kind of cute, too, aren't they? Okay, now we might need to take you to sickbay because I think you've been staring at the Oh, look. Look, they kind of follow my finger. Oh, dear God. 
Uh, all right, Esral, I, I know I know you think they're cute, but let's just go to sickbay to make sure you're okay. Yeah, sickbay is the safest part of the ship, of course. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Battle Royale. I'll, 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 I'll be back. We'll talk later. I, think, I feel like I feel like I really got to know him. <laughs> well, we immediately I jumped. That to we sick. changed the name of the uh, sick bay of the SS Ager to the Sword Fight Bay. The Sword Fight Bay. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, uh, you arrive in sick bay, Esrall, as you see that Vectan is now missing. What did I say? His right arm, left arm, left, left arm, left arm. You're missing. You're his. He's missing his left arm. The board drone is on an operating table, tied down with actual rope at this point. Uh, the buster sword is laying on top of it for extra weight. And uh, everybody just seems to be chilling. Everybody seems to be very calm, very functional. This is disarming. I'm going to go ahead and leave. <laughs> you just walk in, go, no, and leave. Out. Don't worry, the engineer can take me single-handedly. No, he, he walked in, made an amputee pun, and then left. <laughs> Gone. I'll leave this in your capable hands, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh... I assume oh, I'm this okay. is an attempt at humor. Um, sir, are you okay? Do you need any assistance? No, I believe Dr. Heilung is taking care of what I need. He'll have Thank another you. arm in a week. Though, um, why are you here? Astro, why did you bring him here? He um was talking to the spores. He said they were cute. Oh great! Our bullion helm officer is having a psychotic break. Um, sit in that chair over there. Uh, this is Captain Axelin for a status report. Uh, are there any senior crew members that have four limbs and their mind intact? Uh, that would be a negative unless you include me, sir. Okay. I have four limbs. Yeah, but your mind's not really intact if you're talking to the spores. No, but the... <sighs> it's at this point, Fine. I'm actually going to turn to Commander Russ. It's at this point that your mind is now 90 <laughs> over 10. So you can wake up at 90 over 10. Does anyone recognize him? Because I think someone who went into the room recently might. Doctor, it appears who, uh, that the drone has awakened. Yeah, for those who... Uh, I gotta remember our podcast listeners. For those who can't see, Russ is oh, doing I'm the sorry. waking up sequence. It's quite, it's quite amusing. You should really watch the bots, but anyway... Why am I tied to a table? Vectan is going to stand up and walk over to the restrained board drone. Did the drone just say I? That is correct, Captain. I would assume his individuality is reasserting itself. Huh. And real quick, since it was asked, I believe some of you will recognize the Borg drone, because I believe it was part of your backstories, but I'm going to leave you to explain that in character. So. I was beginning to regret not having it shot out the airlock, but I was thinking there was a chance we could free it. 
So I'm glad with that gambit paid off. So as Vectan steps a little bit more closer, um, he gets a better look now that he's not, you know, facing a drone that's trying to murder him. Um, and gets a better look at like the non-borgified side of the face. Professor Bruce. Ensign Vectan. Not Ensign. No, sir. No longer Ensign. Lieutenant Commander. Chief Engineer, in fact. You know each other? Indeed. Professor Roos was one of my instructors at Starfleet Academy. Holy cow. What are sir, you went that? missing at the Battle of Wolf 359. We assumed you were dead. You look older. That would be a fair assessment, Professor. It has been out of character. I don't remember exactly how long it's been. Uh, Quick math says 30. at least 40 years. It has been approximately 40 years since you were last seen in this quadrant. Well, on a Starfleet vessel, I should have meant that statement. I am going to um, now nah, I won't do that. Um, well, now I'm curious. Well, what you guys? You can't just t- you know tempt me as the GM. What what what, what were you thinking you're doing? Um, I was going to break the ropes and tear my uh, assimilation arm off. You know what? I think you should do it because I think it'll be funny. I will do that. I will do that and tear the implanted arm off with my arm that is reasonably less implanted. All right. So there's that metal screech and limb goes. And do you actually like throw it to the side or do you hold on to it or? I drop it on the floor like the trash that it is. Nice. So it goes clanging onto the floor and Hylong looks at it, looks at you and goes, all right, well, uh, I was just going to offer to amputate that like I did the lieutenant commander, but hey, you did my job for me, so I guess you don't need me here anymore. I'm going to go deal with the insane lieutenant junior grade over here who thinks he can talk to spores. They were really following my finger and... Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. But uh, this is the captain. Uh, Welcome aboard the USS Ager. I'm led to believe your name is Roos? Yes, Captain. Are you presently in contact with the Borg Collective? Not to the best of my knowledge. However, I believe I should be sedated until I can be examined further. Do you believe they can track you right now? Our ship is crippled. Captain, the last thing we need is them removed, pursuing I us. Believe any detection would be negligible. Well, then in that case, welcome aboard the USS Ager. Thank you, sir. So Sorry I can't greet you in head. person. I'm manning the bridge alone. So it's at this point that Hylong says, all right, Esral, um, I can tell that you're just having a bit of a, an excited streak. You're you're in a hyperactive state. I, I, I got to know them, and the, we kind of, like, vaccinated them. After we came up with a, a vaccine to separate 
the Borg Tan is going to walk over the the Borg stuff from the fours. And Ezreal's asleep. <laughs> there goes a vaccine for Borg nanites. <laughs> Lost to history. So what you're saying is you went to sickbay, which is not where you're uh, posted. You're a helmsman, and you've come up with an innovative new medical procedure. I've done a Ricky. But no, <laughs> the Ricky is your value. <laughs> it comes full circle. So uh, Highland looks at you, Vecton, and says, thanks for the hand. Eh? Eh? Do I get a smile from the Vulcan? At least just an eyebrow raise? His eyebrow goes up. All right, I'll take it. All right. Uh, Rus, Rus, Rus. Which do you prefer? I mean, if if you're going to be Roos. on the ship, Roos, okay. Um, let me just show you a little bit of uh, psychiatric evaluation, and let's uh, let's see what's going on. So, she does the ink blots. She does the how do you feel about this test? Uh, but does it in about ten minutes. So, you know, twenty fourth, twenty fifth century tech, they can do it quickly. Um, and she says. All right, well, I don't know why your personality re- decided to reinsert itself at this particular moment. I'm going to bank on the fact that it has something to do with the removal of the cortical node, but I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Um, obviously, you and I are going to have to work together to, well, deborgify you, like what happened to Seven of Nine, but uh, I think we can easily have you a functioning member of the crew. Thank you. Though uh, I'm going to do what nobody else has the uh, stones to ask. Why were you on the ship? I mean, obviously you were on the ship to assimilate, but why? I mean, why were the Borg doing any of this? The Borg have an imperfect understanding of the, of the mycelial network and its technology. They built one sphere capable of communicating through the network, but not leveraging it further. Hmm. Well, historically speaking, the Borg aren't very good at innovating on their own. In fact, their strategy is usually to conquer those who have. If that Borg sphere's primary mission is to understand the mycelial network, we're by far its best chance of doing that. Yes. Defeating that is, us. Yes, that is why it was tasked, and I, with my unique knowledge of Starfleet procedures, was tasked to infiltrate. Yeah, you're Starfleet. What's your role? I'm sorry, I'm new. I haven't necessarily taken your course at the Academy. I commanded a vessel, but also I... Well, I suppose it's old news now. I worked with Starfleet Intelligence for many years, going places that we should not go. That makes sense. That's why they would make a the type of drone out of you that would uh, infiltrate. I specialized in it in the past. I thought I would get the chance to stop doing that at the academy and then a more conventional command later but that's not quite what happened now is it i understand all right um unfortunately we're going to have to 
make some unpleasant decisions here. Lieutenant Commander Vectan, I know that you've been severely injured, but would you characterize yourself as fit for duty? We need to make certain that we are ready to escape the minute the sphere shows up. The ship within been certain accommodation damaged. parameters, I am fully functional, Captain. I hate to ask you this, but I'd like you to go ahead and head up a repair team and go through the critical systems. Of course, Captain. Doctor, Vectan just leaves. Is there a way by which we can? get our helmsman back on his feet. Yeah, give me a moment. I know that his judgment may be impaired, but right now, if we have the opportunity to uh, perform evasive maneuvers, it might mean life or death for untold billions. No, no, we no, I understand, the sir. I will, uh, I, will I will apply some percussive maintenance. So she picks up Esrall, slaps him across the face, you wake up. Alright, Esrall, you're still loony in the head, but we need you. Okay. And then uh, I, I, I gotta go back to the sports. No, 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 you're not going back to the spores, you're going back to the bridge. Report to your station, Lieutenant. I can fly from the spores, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, shipwide channel. This is the captain speaking. We have just received intelligence that the Borg Collective is on the verge of achieving mycelial teleportation technology. By far their best chance of achieving this goal is assimilating this vessel and its crew. We will not allow this to happen. The entirety of life in the galaxy would be under threat if the Borg could travel anywhere, undetected, at any time. I need everyone on this crew to be aware that we are presently on a war footing. We uh, do not presently have sufficient navigational data to establish our position or our plan of escape. I'm not telling you this to tell you that our situation is hopeless, but that it is serious. We do not have room for error right now. So... Myself and everyone's going to have to take this mission very seriously. Please continue performing admirably. Thank you. And I close the channel. And with that, I think that is an excellent end to season two as we kind of do an external shot of the Aegir flying away at warp. I think that's an excellent way to close out this session. I love it. But yeah, what'd you guys think? Again, I, I, I know we talked about it during break, but so for the folk, for the people at home, um, this was kind of new for all of us. We were trying out a more confrontational way to bring in characters. And I'm just curious, you know, what did you guys think work? What did you think not work? But I think it went tremendously well, all things considered. I think my dice didn't work. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I loved how the, yeah, the the, uh, the advantage kept flipping back and forth. Like, no, no one dominated, which is great. Right. No, I would say that uh, the dice had a story to tell. That's for dang sure. That is for dang sure. Also, I mean, you know, as a personal note, I love that uh, of the people that fought the Borg drone, I just, I just dropped it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I love that the Ricky thing happened. Just the oh, fact God. that we, Fantastic. the fact that we already have the in joke is by session two. That that just tickles my heart. It really does. Don't be Ricky. Oh, Lord. But yeah, let's, uh, before we forget, let's talk about those crossed out values that uh, you all did. So, looking at the sheet, uh, it looks like you've already changed it to I'm a fun guy. Really? I'll take it, but okay. Oh Gotta have my connection to the, to the spores. Okay. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. And then, uh, Captain, you didn't challenge the value, right? You just used it. I used it, yes. Okay, then you didn't challenge it. Okay, cool. All right, I didn't well. I challenge mine either, so. Okay, so you guys are good there. All right, excellent. 
Um, in that case, I think, uh, yeah, I did see Redeem Vampire. I actually refunded you the points on that because uh, we didn't get to use that complication. But yeah, that's where the YouTube recording is going to end. But YouTube's, we'll see you later. Twitch, stick around.